1: Good early Tuesday morning to you.
0: <laughs> Good morning, birthday girl. How oh. are you? Well, I'm now 60 years old. I know you are. So, and you don't look a day over 59. That
1: is what John always says <laughs> to everybody. So, I... honestly,
0: I don't I mean you you look you're fabulous. I mean, it's it's true that we I look back at pictures of my grandmother. I think that she was 59 when she passed away. And she was old. Yeah. You know, she was old. Yeah, yeah, And I I don't don't see a lot of mm 59-year-old women that looked like my grandmother did in 1975 when she passed away. John and I, um, just for fun, the other
1: night clicked on, um, we were watching YouTube, trying to find the late night stuff. And a Carol Burnett thing came up. And so we clicked on that, and we're watching Carol Burnett, you know. And they flash the audience, and it's like, man, all those people look so old. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, much curly gray those, hair in those audiences. Those hairdos <laughs> is like, wow. Oh. <laughs> they just look so old. So yeah,
0: I know. So I don't. I, yeah, I
1: don't. I don't necessarily feel old today. I feel tired. I think yeah. that's when I start kind of going down a. A rabbit hole of I'm old or whatever it's it's if I don't sleep and i and i' I haven't slept very well since I was about fifty four kind of when menopause
0: <laughs> hit me became and, your friend yeah and I, and I,
1: and I really haven't slept well for all all this many years and yeah. um, you know maybe maybe once or twice a week I get a good night's sleep, and the rest of the time it's not. and I really have been making an effort to try to like set an alarm, get myself up off the couch, go get into the, in bed, go to bed, don't fall asleep on the couch, blah, blah, blah. And I did that for five or six days and I thought, oh gosh, I, I really can feel that I've gotten some sleep last two nights.
0: Can you fall asleep when you get up off the couch and then go to bed or does it then take you a while? Takes me a minute. Yeah.
1: You know, and, and so I, I don't, I have, I don't have the rhythm of it figured out yet you know of when I should get up and go to to bed it's like we don't have a tv in our bedroom right it almost would be healthier to go get in bed and watch tv and fall asleep but then all you had to do was like click it
0: off and you're mm-hmm. in bed you don't have to get up but anyway blah 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 <laughs> You know what? But I think it's a universal thing, mm-hmm. you know, and we do. We struggle with enough sleep. We stu- we struggle with good sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, we're all looking for that magic, you know, that magic pill. I think so many of us are actually doing damage to our liver because we're drinking a lot before we go to bed. Or, and or, I know so many people who are taking like Tylenol PM and those kinds of things. And, and it's just not good for yeah. your body. And it's and not I don't, good for your
1: liver. I don't take anything to, right. to help me sleep. Um, and I do if I am drinking any alcohol, which I really do during the week, try to limit it to just one glass of wine right. in in a night and like spread over the evening, s- just you know, but I, but I sip do on it, but I, I do, <laughs> yeah. but I, then I do try to stop, mm-hmm. you know, at a certain time just so that I'm not drinking at 11 o'clock when I'm, you know,
0: right. that I've
1: had it already, Right. you
0: know what I'm right. saying? Right. So Yeah, it's tough to find that magic pill, that magic that magic bullet, if you will, you know, which is sorry to use that word, but it's (laughs) all But you did have a lovely family celebration. I, I we didn't really record did. last week because your kids were still in town. Yeah, yeah, And they came. And your daughter lives up north of here, and your son lives in Knoxville. And, in Knoxville, and, Tennessee, on the other side of the yeah. country, yeah, practically. Yeah, so they,
1: they were here for a week, and mm-hmm. um, not with me for a week, but in California for a week. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we had a my sister really went all out and my stepmom helped a lot and they set up this beautiful nineteen sixties themed hippie hippie party. It was very, (laughs) very fun. It was very, very fun.
0: Oh, I'm so glad that you got that celebration. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I got to hear a lot of the young men in our family, my brother, my son my nephew sings some karaoke, which was very, very fun. fun. I, I've never really heard my son sing. Man. Does he sing well? Carter and I were sitting on the couch, just like
0: mouth open, just, what? What? Well, he comes from this amazing stock. I mean, you know, you and his dad are really good singers, and you have a very just natural ability and a trained ability as well. And I know Carter. Yeah. She didn't start singing until she was what in her early twenties or well, something like that. Kind or, of it
1: in high school. Yeah. But you know.
0: But she didn't really want to sing publicly no. until she was you know a little bit older. Mm-hmm. And so you know, Zach, I'm sure it's in there. It's got to be in there. It's in there. there. Yeah. It's in there. I'm gonna. I'm gonna.
1: Be bothering him about it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you just revealed something to you us. You totally did. So the next time we do a show, you're gonna come and sing. Oh, I you're love gonna come it. Sings, I mean, I'm on my, my uh, chair is on the... On the cord. On the cord, so. Yeah. Anyway,
0: yeah. How fun for you. So, it's been, it's been... And you also got a number of cards. You got cards from people all over the country. Because your husband did a very sweet thing. Yes, he, he did. He sent out postcards, mm-hmm. telling everybody it was your birthday, and that... To send you... To write you a card and yeah. send it to you. That's so, a very sweet thing. Yeah, I got cards from...
1: I got a stack of cards that's honestly about this tall right? i mean oh, that's what eight inches yeah about so, eight inches tall i mean yeah. there must be and i started thinking what what is
0: happening like why I, that person's never sent me a card why am i getting a card what? You were telling me before we started that you got something from a cousin of his that lives, that you've never actually met. I've Is never that right? met him, no. Right. And so he lives in another state. Is, Is that right? He lives in another state. Yeah, And so he sent you a lovely card and told you that he listens to the podcast. In the, in the card so. he said,
1: I feel like I know you even though I haven't met you. And then he put, and Liz,
0: oh. because
1: of your podcast that oh, I listen to.
0: And I thought, sweet. that, that. Really touched me. Yeah, that's it really, very sweet. really touched me. So, you know, I think that we forget that we really are connected, mm-hmm. and it's very easy, especially through the pandemic. And now as we're trying to find our footing again, Mm -hmm. it's very easy to just say, I, you know, I don't feel connected. I, there's nobody that cares. There's nobody that, you know, listens to me. We're just disconnected. And yet we just have to remind ourselves that the truth of the matter is, is that the connections may be different, Mm -hmm. um, but we are connected. We are. Yeah, Yeah. we we
1: definitely are. So, so I have on my, you know, 84,000 things of, List to do over here in this pile over here. <laughs> That's to, another eight-inch uh, pile of to, to do. Yeah, li-
0: to, to call him. I'm going to call him. And, oh, <laughs> you know.
1: sweet. Yeah, I, I I need to
0: call him. And so. have you ever actually talked to him? Uh-uh. Even okay, because he's just a cousin of your husband. Well, and, I mean, John. You guys have only been married for what five years? Mm-hmm. Is that yeah? So and he lives
1: far away. So yeah. I I uh, yeah. So anyway, yeah. Um, good birthday. That's that awesome. A really really good birthday. Got an Apple Watch. Got a tattoo. Yeah. Um, uh, I actually bought myself a piece of jewelry that's being sized. Right. We talked a little bit about mm-hmm. the ring. Yeah, yeah that's and, awesome. Um, I don't know. So I and I do think that there's one more little something happening with Yeah, my, I think my, I think my, your your my work, work me, your work wife. I think w- your yeah, work wife uh, is uh, planning yeah. something She's for you. She's got something going. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what
0: well, there's a there's a whole other group of people that I know want to celebrate you because you have your family that celebrated you and that's awesome, but you also have your work family and mm-hmm. your choir family and your art family. You know, you yeah. have you have a lot of people in your life that want to celebrate you and that's beautiful. No, well, thank you. It's
1: yeah. I do feel very blessed. I have a
0: very rich circle around me and and very eclectic a very eclectic yeah. very eclectic yeah. group yeah but do any of them wear sandals with compression socks no you look <laughs> like, As she looks under the table yeah. to try to see well, my feet again
1: honestly it just it you can't tell they're compression socks it looks like you've cut the toes out of some socks
0: and rolled them way down. Yeah.
1: And so, so it, it, it's got the old man vibe. It it's totally got the socks with sandals old man vibe. It, it
0: totally has the old man going. vibe.
1: Only they're not white. That's right. If they were white socks, then you would really...
0: You know, unfortunately, I, I mean, I suppose I could have gotten a white pair of compression socks, but I thought black would be a, or gray would be a little bit more... Um, yeah, attractive. You know, attractive. <laughs> On the scale of compression socks. Mm-hmm. Well, you could have got flesh colored. Well, you know, I didn't see them. And (laughs) let me tell you what. Compression socks are not cheap. They're like $15 a pair. And that was on Amazon. Um, But here's the deal. I'm still suffering with a little bit of... um, uh, swelling after the surgery, which was two months ago already, Yeah, but I'm still having some swelling. So I'm just wearing the compression socks, but sorry to, to get off on your birthday, but I just had to, you know, make it about me for 30 seconds. Oh, that's
1: okay. That's okay. So now we're both in the 60 club. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And so, so maybe I'll gift you a pair of compression socks.
1: (laughs) I actually have a compression, um, ankle sock thing from when I busted my ankle last year. Right. So, so right. I think they're uncomfortable. I don't like the way they feel on my feet.
0: No, they're not. They're not. But I do like the way I can fit into shoes. Yeah. <laughs> of course you do. So that just is my, that, you yeah. know, it's like give and take. Okay, I can fit into my shoes. Woohoo!
1: <laughs> well, one of these days, they're, you're going to be all
0: healed up. Oh, Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I went back to the doctor last week to just have him look at everything again and everything's just fine. We're just we're on track. We're it's just a slow track. Yeah. We're on the slow train to heels feel. Yeah, yeah. But you can still go to the gym and stuff. Right? I can mm-hmm. because I can ride bike. I can even now I can be on the elliptical, which is uh which is great, yeah. you know, because I can be on the elliptical and I can ride the bike. Um I just kind of I still shuffle a little bit from one machine to the next, but yeah um it makes me feel human to be at the gym gym you know it's just like yoga for you yeah you know just exercise for me is is it's um, it's a
1: critical piece to my well-being yeah it really really is if I don't I start really I can tell yeah you know when I miss for three or four days or whatever
0: I don't like it (laughs) right (laughs) right and don't you find I mean we're we're talking today about seasons of fruit bearing Mm -hmm. fruit bearing season and here in the valley. In the San Joaquin Valley, you guys—if you have never been to the San Joaquin Valley it's, in the summertime, mm-hmm. you have got to experience the fresh fruit. Yep, there's you know? there's a fruit stand on every
1: corner. Fresh strawberries, fresh yeah. tomatoes, uh, corn. Yes, corn. There's an abundance of apricots and nectarines, and just it's it's really really fun. And just
0: right off the tree, that that warm peach, mm-hmm. just pulled right from the tree. It's very different than the than the peaches that are that are um, picked when they're a little bit green and then shipped two thousand miles away. Right. They taste different yeah. than the ones they pulled re- right from they the tree. They really do. They can be as big as a baseball, and they are not at all, um, you know, artificially Mm-mm. made to that size. They just grow that big sometimes. Well, and, and, the, and the other thing that I think is
1: ridiculous is the tomatoes. Oh,
0: so good. The tomatoes
1: that come right out of the field are so much different than, so the, than, much the, than different. the tomatoes that you get in the market. You Absolutely. Know? I mean, you can get, like the hothouse tomatoes sometimes have pretty good flavor, right. but there's just something about a tomato. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can just take it take a bite out of it put some salt i mean <sighs> just eat it like an
0: apple a whole tomato right Oh, God, right so good yeah i had a i had twice and last week i had a tomato and cucumber sandwich oh. um, salad mm-hmm. cu- tomato cucumber salad just with a little bit of olive oil mm-hmm. and salt and pepper oh you put a little red onion in there a little little red onion just a little bit because yeah. uh, it's a little but yeah a little red onion it's just divine. Yep. Yep. It is the season for all that. I know. So sometimes we have seasons where we grow great fruit Mm -hmm. and we produce great fruit. And sometimes we're just kind of a, you know, an ornamental tree that does very little. So (laughs) So in your mind and in your
1: definition, what would, what would be some examples of, you know, things that we do
0: that are fruit bearing, things? Well, I think um, uh, building relationships, uh, serving others—that—that that is, you know, you can tell that. What are what are the fruits of the spirit? I mean, in the Bible, there's fruits of the spirit. There's gentleness. Uh, compassion, kindness, love, gentleness. Uh, you know, there's yeah. there's nine, and I'm not going to remember all nine of them. But there's, you know, a list of fruits that you can tell whether a tree is healthy mm-hmm. based on those fruits. And, you know, you don't have to be a Bible scholar. You don't have to believe in the Bible to recognize exactly. that we are all uh, fruit bearers. And mm-hmm. sometimes the fruit is kind of crappy you know and <laughs> kind of and no. you know and it's just but here's the thing is that you can't bear fruit that is different than the tree uh, you know from from which that fruit is taken sure so um, you know a couple of about I don't know it's probably been 10 years ago I planted a pomegranate tree in my backyard and it is, you know, pomegranate trees are pretty easy to grow. Here in the central San Joaquin Valley, we have pomegranates everywhere. And in the in the coast, you can drive over to the coast and get pomegranate jelly and pomegranate mm-hmm. wine and, mm-hmm. you know, all this great stuff. And um, it's very much a part of the Mediterranean diet. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot here in the valley and there's a lot in Greece and yeah. in the Mediterranean. So um, I planted this pomegranate tree. And... Last year, I built a she shed, right? And it's just in front of the pomegranate tree. So I left the tree there, but I I put this shed in front of it because it was the best place for the shed. I was a little concerned that the tree then might not thrive after that, because now it was blocked from some sun, not all sun, Yeah, because it still has, especially the evening sun, you know, by the time the sun moves um, at about three o'clock in the afternoon, then it gets, you know, full, it's sun. full sun, and it's full sun all the way until, you know, the sun goes down. So I thought, well, it'll probably be okay, and I know people who have pomegranate trees in shaded areas in their yards, blah, 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 so I'm thinking it's going to be fine. Well, last year, I had a, an abundance of flowers grow on that tree. Just, it was covered in those beautiful red mm-hmm. trumpet-shaped mm-hmm. flowers. Mm-hmm. And um, in the end, I had two pomegranates. Two. And I was very concerned that perhaps what had happened was the shed, you know, all, the, the lack of sun for, yeah. you know, 12 hours a day was, um, was the culprit. And then this year, I noticed something. I noticed a ton of bees, oh. everywhere. Bees everywhere, all over my flowers in the front yard, all over my, I have a peach tree, I have a lemon tree, mm-hmm. I have a an apricot tree, I have a plum tree, and I have this pomegranate tree, and an apple tree. So I have all of these fruit trees, and I noticed bees everywhere, everywhere. and I got to thinking, You know what? Last year, there were just not that many bees. Interesting. I mean, there just were not. And we seem to have not had a good pollination um, cycle last year. This year, I mean, that tree is covered with little tiny pomegranates. There's probably a hundred. Wow. At this point. Wow. Yeah. And it's so, so, so um, impressive to see how many pomegranates are there. And so I got to thinking, you know, just because last year was a low fruit year, it never occurred to me to pull that tree out. Sure. I mean, if it had died, that would have been another thing. But I, it clearly is still alive. Mm-hmm. It's still got mm-hmm. beautiful green leaves that come up in the spring and, and then all these beautiful flowers I knew that it was alive right. so I didn't pull it out you know yeah. and how many of us look at somebody that's really not producing the fruit that we want them to produce
1: they might they're going through a, a
0: a lull. (laughs) They're going, yeah. And maybe they are themselves, they're, they're struggling with illness or personal tragedy Mm -hmm. and they're not able to produce the fruit that we're used to seeing them produce, whether it's, um, activities or, uh, social situations or serving others, whatever Mm -hmm. it is. Um, and then we just throw them away because, you know, They're not producing the fruit that we need them to. They're not doing, they're not, they're not living up to our expectations. That's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. So I did not pull out that pomegranate tree and I'm so glad that I didn't because I am going to have an abundance of pomegranates this year. And what will you do with them? Well, so I juice, sometimes I juice them, and then I make pomegranate syrup that yeah. I will then put on pancakes or waffles or that kind of thing, or I'll use it, I will use the pomegranate syrup for chicken dishes or steak. Mm. Pomegranate syrup and blue cheese so on you, a steak. Oh, please. You, you pull all those little things out and you smoosh them? Yeah, run them through a juicer. Wow. Yeah. It's so good. Or I'll just eat them eat yeah, them, yeah, you know, yeah. and and you can just eat the whole thing. You don't have, it's not like a sunflower seed where you just can yeah, eat the little yeah, fruit eat, and yeah. then get rid of the seed. You can, if that's what you want to do. Right. But I just chew them up and eat them, you know, and they're it's, good for they're you. They're just so good. And so I, I got to thinking about a bee and, and what a bee's purpose is, mm-hmm. you know, and a bee pollinates. And then after it, Uh, eats and pollinates and all that, then it poops out this lovely golden stuff that we call honey. Yes. (laughs) And we eat the bee poop. (laughs) Fascinating. (laughs) So, what does a bee do, though? You know, a bee... Takes that stinger mm-hmm. and it goes around and it goes to these different. And, you know, I'm going to get all the science wrong, so I'm not going to try to, you know, say exactly sure. what a bee does, but we all know how a bee pollinates. We probably learned it when we were in elementary school. But as a child, you develop fears of bees. Mm-hmm. You want to kill them, you run to your mom, you say, Mom, there's a bee. Yeah, yeah. And mom <laughs> comes out and chases it and steps on it or whatever, right? You know, and tries to get rid of those bees. But the purpose of that bee is to pollinate and give us big, um, abundant fruit. Mm-hmm. So what are some of the bees well, that that are in your life mm-hmm. that you would just as soon get rid of, but then you realize that that experience or that sting, if you will, mm-hmm. has produced good fruit? Well, I think for me, I think...
1: Uh, I'm going to say this, but it's not, and I'm not talking about Greg, but, you know, our, we got divorced. Yeah. And so there was not good fruit happening in that. And we both got stung. We both, I think, were maybe the the bee to each
0: other. Yeah. You, yeah. you know, yeah. in that. You just wanted to bat away or step on yeah. and get rid of because you were hurting each other.
1: But in the end, though, I think that we have um, produced some really great honey yeah you know because we're still really really close friends right So somehow we have managed to make something really delicious yeah, exactly. <laughs> out of you know when we were both each other's kind of stingers and you know but when I think of that, I mean like I think of like teachers are pollinators. Yeah, you know, that, yeah. and and planting seeds and and pollinating kids and putting, you know, I mean, I think of ways that we pollinate um, mm-hmm. being kind and some things like that. just yeah. you know, ways that we can we can be um, bearing fruit every day, right? you know, and and because, like you just said, I mean, the pollination process is, I mean, you want the bees, right? Y- right. You need them, you know? So, right. so it's kind of a catch-22 in a way of Yeah. You want the, they're good, but they bug you too sometimes. <laughs> of course. You know? Of course. Um so I mean, I can think of seasons of my life where I felt like you know, I wasn't doing much. I wasn't didn't have much purpose. Yeah. Didn't have much motivation. I think a lot of people in the pandemic kind of felt unpurposeful mm-hmm. and unmotivated and like they weren't pollinating anything doing anything right you know and um so you know I think that those seasons are are a fruit bearing and not just like in you know a tree's life it's part of the normal cycle mm-hmm. of you know I mean I hear like songwriters they're in a lull, Right. you know, they just, they can't write a song and yet they just came out of a season where they were writing a song every day, right. you know, so now, so what has shifted where now they're in a dry spell, mm-hmm. you know?
0: Well, at the, some point along the way, they were pollinated with um, ideas mm-hmm. and thoughts and for whatever reason, they were not able to, to produce that fruit right. because of um, you know, uh, stymied uh, health, or whether their health, or their their mental health, or their physical health, or their family health, or whatever, mm-hmm. kind of you know stunts us and stops us from really producing that yeah. that fruit. And then one day we just wake up and we're like. Okay, I can mm-hmm. I can now move forward and produce a little bit of fruit. And really, what we're drawing on is that pollination from the past. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And a tree will be has to be pollinated every single season. Mm-hmm. You know, every every spring there has to be new bees and new pollination, new flowers, new pollination, new you know. Yeah. Um, but for us, we can actually look over some of the some of the fruitless seasons of our lives as well as the you know the fruitful mm-hmm. the fruitful parts of mm-hmm. our lives mm-hmm. and and we can draw on that yeah uh, for sure
1: I mean I think uh I know I mean I can r- relate to it as as a musician because I know that in just knowing so many musicians and having so many conversations about it there's something about m- music music that it seems like, there are a lot of spells where you're doing it a lot and then you're not
0: somehow. And um, and it's easy to say, how come nobody's calling me? How yeah. come I'm not getting any gigs? Yeah, exactly. A- am I, do they not like me anymore? Yeah, What's exact, going on? exactly.
1: And then all of a sudden, you've got 30 gigs, and how did that happen? Where did they come from? And I know, like for me personally as a singer... Right before the pandemic hit, I mean, I was singing so much that I was like, you know, I, I'd make this joke that they're going to find me dead and I'm going to have this ooze coming out my ear and it's going to be like filled with music notes. Like music <laughs> music killed her. You know? The microphone's going to be in
0: one hand uh, and the ooze and is going to be coming out of your head.
1: <laughs> music killed her because uh, the computer just went, there's too much in there.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and then, all of a sudden, there's nothing. You're not singing at all. Not singing at all. And and it's only been in the last year that any kind of music has kind of really started to come back. And it's been, you know, there have been seasons where I've had a lot, you know, like two or three things and then nothing. And But the point I want to make is that you know as an actor and as a musician and maybe as a guitar player, like if you are in your zone in, in your craft. Yeah. And in the last year, even though I've had a great many fun gigs, especially with my daughter and, but in terms of me just vocally, I haven't felt like I was in my zone. Right. Um, like I, it, but on Sunday night at jazz mass, I I had a sense that I had my zone back. Oh gosh, how beautiful! I, I had this sense that oh, there's my voice. There it is, there it is. Wow. It's not gone. Wow. Because because if if I'm honest, it has felt like in the last couple months, like my voice doesn't feel right. I mean, I can still sing, and not necessarily people hearing it would even know.
0: And you have all the technical down. You can still read music. You yeah. can still find your pitch. You can still, exactly. you still have a really good ear. I mean, all those things are still intact, but, it, but it, didn't feel it didn't feel like you,
1: like me. Yeah. Like it's not all coming together yet. And, and I had this moment in jazz mass where it was like, oh, thank you, God. It's not gone. Yeah. Like it's I haven't, I haven't lost it, you know, and, and, and so I think, but you got to be in tune to that stuff too, to really, you know, even be able to identify that. But I feel like for me, I've been in a, in a dry spell musically. Right. I mean, um, the thing with Carter was kind of the first thing of kind of getting out of that. The Simon and Garfunkel thing you did with we did with Vince, right, right. That right. was kind of one, two. But are even some gigs
0: you've had over the past couple yeah, of months, that, that yeah, that have been
1: kind of special gigs. Mm-hmm. Um, singing with Connie at that Mike Nesmith thing, and, yeah. You know, but those have been kind of few and far between, and not still even in those, not in my zone.
0: Right. I get So,
1: it. Um, yeah, maybe the fruit is
0: back. Yeah. on my singing tree. Yeah. <laughs> well, because you've had a couple of you've had a couple of stings, you know? Yeah. You've had a couple of stings and and really when you look back and say, gosh, that's that felt like a setback, you know, and yeah. things like you brought up your ankle, you know, your ankle, you you twisted your ankle and you were not able to run for a little bit and and you you know, the the pandemic made us take time off from mm-hmm. doing some of the things that we loved. And so these are stings yeah. that you just are like Oh, gosh, I don't, I don't want to be stung like that today. Yeah. You know, yeah. why, why can't I just keep moving forward? And right. why, I, why do I feel like I'm going backward? Right. And then you look back and say, gosh, that was actually a gift. Mm-hmm. That time to, you know, rest. Right. That time to stop running. Mm-hmm. That time that I, that I went to yoga instead of running. Yeah. You know, all it, those yeah. well, kinds of things. Yeah, for
1: sure. For sure. Because we've got to be able to look for the good
0: you know, at some kind of level, you know, it's yeah. hard to do sometimes. Right. And the good in one another, you know, mm-hmm. I just really want to be reminded of, um, I really want to be reminded of the the good that's in other people. Mm-hmm. You know, I really want to be able to look at them and say, you know, I am not sure that I am you know, want to take any of your fruit because it's kind of, kind of seems rotten, but you know what, that's, it. they're still producing fruit, you know what I mean, and yeah. who am I to say, well, this season of your life is something I don't want to be a part of, why not be a part of that season, right. why not be a part, you know, don't rip out the tree, right. just appreciate that this part of the, that this season mm-hmm. is a little bit, um, You know, a little bit sparse and a little bit different Mm -hmm. maybe than the seasons in the past, but still valuable, Mm -hmm. still contributing to who the tree is supposed to be. And maybe it's our job, you know, to be the stinger. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe maybe someone will look back and say, gosh, I was at such a dark place, mm-hmm. and I wasn't very nice to Liz, or I wasn't very nice to Debbie, and they let me know that I wasn't very nice to them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they yeah. stung me a little bit. Yeah. But gosh, I'm so glad that they didn't give up on me. And vice versa. Yeah. You know, I look yeah. back at people that stung me, and I'm like, you know what, I'm kind of grateful that you did. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not to say that the scars aren't there right. still, right. but I'm glad that I'm not who I was then. Sure. You know, I feel like I produce, I feel like I now produce kind of different fruit. Now here's the thing, is that when I planted that pomegranate tree, I knew that it was not going to produce pears. Right. You know, (laughs) I felt pretty confident that I was not going to walk out one day and pick an orange off that pomegranate tree. Right, right. You know, I planted it as a pomegranate tree and it has given me pomegranates. Some years a lot, some years a few. But it has never given me anything but pomegranates. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. And, you know, when we see other people and we think, why can't you produce oranges? Well, because they're a pomegranate tree. Mm -hmm. And their job is to produce pomegranates. And I just want to be able to look at other people and see their fruit as something of value. I don't have to, I don't have to love it. No. You know, I made these papaya squares a couple of weeks ago, you know, and I bought papaya and I made this, these, they were kind of like lemon squares, kind of the same kind of recipe, you know, where there's a cookie crust mm-hmm. and then there's like a mm-hmm. a filling you know this uh, and and so except i used papaya instead of lemons okay and they were delicious mm-hmm. but Sounds they didn't good. taste anything like lemon bars you know gee i wonder why <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't like papaya mm-hmm. you're not going to like you're going to go oh i prefer lemon bars okay but this papaya has served its purpose mm-hmm. as a papaya, yeah, 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 and it's got different vitamins, and it's got different, you know, it's a different color, and it's got, it's different purpose. You know, a papaya serves a different purpose than a lemon, sure, and a lemon serves a different purpose than an apple. Well, and that's that really is. It's like the the
1: in the Bible talking about the body of Christ, and you know, different parts are have, have different jobs yeah. and, and produce different fruit, right. but. You know, um, I'm not going to say that all the fruit is necessary. I mean, sometimes a tree can produce, you know, bad fruit. Right. And right. It's not sweet, and it's not, you know, or or there's not a lot of it. But sometimes it can produce bad, yeah, fruit and un un, un
0: not not good tasting fruit. Yeah. And, and you know what the purpose of that is? Mm-mm. To be compost. Ah. To become compost yeah. and serve as fertilizer for the next good tree. You know what I mean. Yeah, I and like so it. we can look at other people and like, ah, your fruit sucks, and but just think, but you know what? You're serving as fertilizer mm-hmm. for me, because you're you're growing me up you're to be. Me to, mm-hmm. you're, you're helping me to yeah. become all that I am supposed to be. Yeah. And so, you know, we can definitely and I wish I wish that more people would look at me that way, because I do feel like there's some people that's going, ah, I remember that season when you were just living a selfish, self-absorbed, rotten life, you know, and I don't want anything to do with you. And decisions were made, Mm -hmm. you know, or we put something on social media and people go, oh, I don't need that fruit in my life. Right. And so they cut us off. Right. Without realizing, hey, you know what? I, you, I, I'm i going to let you fertilize me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let your compost kind of grow me up to be the tree that I want to be. And, and I think that we can all serve purpose for one another. For sure. Totally. In productive seasons and in dry seasons. Mm-hmm. And we all go through both. Yeah. You know, I mean, we really do.
1: I mean, we've been pretty productive in terms of our little podcast I here. Know. What episode is this?
0: Um, oh my gosh! It's, Are we at seventy three? I, I think we're at seventy three. I mean, that's seventy three hours. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I know. And we have just continued to grow mm-hmm. this little, you know, grow little our, little idea, tree. our little this, idea, our little idea that started as a little ste- a seed, a seed. Mm-hmm.
1: and now we probably have a good little adolescent tree that might have a couple little pieces of fruit on it. That's right. You know. That's right. And
0: uh, and I really hope to produce, and not uh, not every episode, just like not every recipe, not every, you know, mm-hmm. not every school lesson that I teach, not every vocal student that you have. Right. Not every one of them are going to go out there and be abundant fruit right. bearers. <laughs> right, right. Some of them are just going to trickle out there in the world. Right. Um, but I still want to, I, I still want to be... A fertilizer for that I still want to be a supporter of that mm-hmm. you know our friends um, uh,
1: Larry and Charlotte mm-hmm. um, we I had to go over there to their home and they have organic gardens all over the place and they have a tree this year their apricot tree is overflowing it is like Larry said, there's never been so many, so many apricots on this tree ever. I mean, and they're, it's the bees. They're I'm telling you,
0: the, we have a good crop of bees this year. Maybe that is <laughs> what it is.
1: I mean, I mean, they were covered the ground, the ground. covering mm-hmm. the ground and tons of them up in the trees and it's good fruit, yeah. sweet, good. They bring them into the shop in bags with yeah. other bags for people to take. I mean, he, they don't know what to do with it all. Right. I want to be that tree. Right. I want to be the overflowing, good, sweet fruit,
0: you know, yeah. in whatever it is that I do. Well, and I've probably talked, you know, my peach tree, I mean, my peach tree, yesterday or day before yesterday, I went out there and I noticed that, you know, these branches are just hanging heavy with fruit and so I've gone out there several times and tried to pick off you know if if they're t- if they're too close together yeah. I, I try to pick off the smaller uh, peaches that are in between to give the other peaches a chance to grow mm-hmm. and and sometimes you know we have to do that sometimes we have to trim away yeah. uh, the fruit that's not that's not productive fruit or that's not good fruit and so that the good fruit can actually have mm-hmm. room to grow and so I, I took them away you know I I'm, one by one, I'm taking little peaches off the tree, hoping that I can preserve these branches. And yesterday, or the day before yesterday, I went out, and three of the branches had snapped oh. under the weight of this heavy, heavy fruit. And I still have more peaches this year than I have ever had on this little how, peach tree that cool. sits in my front yard. Yeah. And even though three branches have been broken, but here's the thing, you know. Those branches now, they're in my green waste, and they're going to go on the trash on Friday when the green waste comes and picks up everything. Mm -hmm. And already I can see that after just a couple of days, because those branches are no longer connected to the tree, that fruit has died. Yeah, And, you know, that's the other thing about Scripture is it says, you know, that I am the vine and you are the branches. And as long as we are connected Mm -hmm. um, to the tree, we're going to continue to produce fruit. And that tree, it doesn't have to be anything spiritual. It can be our family. Right. It can be community. Uh, well, when, it, you, when, you know, when you think about what trees need, they need water. You know,
1: and and you know, spiritually speaking, you know, the spiritual water or the water of life or whatever you want to call it. But that, I mean, whatever those things are that water us. Yeah. You know, we need to stay connected to those things. Right. You know, so that we can feed our trees, so that we can be productive and and you know really do what our purpose is what we were meant to to do in our lives right and if we if we don't if we ignore one area of our you know spiritual mental physical if we if we ignore any of it then we're not going to be
0: producing the fruit that we want and sometimes we will break under the weight of trying to do it on our own mm-hmm. so these poor branches mm-hmm. you know we're just Dying under the weight of having to carry all of this mm-hmm. on their own. Yeah, that's that's really a good you know gives me a good word picture. Yeah. So um, yeah. Yeah. And so I have a lemon tree in front, and I think that I've talked about my lemon tree. But I love my lemon tree because it it was planted it as a um, What's the word? It was a dwarf. It was a dwarf lemon tree, right? So I really didn't expect it to be taller than about four feet or so. And so it's in front in my like flower bed that's in my front yard. And so I have this dwarf tree that I thought, I'll just get just enough lemons to do all the things that I want to do every, you know, summer or early fall or whatever. And then I'll have these beautiful lemons. Well, that lemon tree is now taller than my house. (laughs) And I get on a ladder and I go up and I keep it, I try to keep it at the roof line because I can't, keep track of it. I can't, you know, trim it and stuff if it gets too tall. So it's right at the roof line is where the tree is. And my husband really appreciates me keeping it there because um, when he does the Christmas lights, he needs to, you know, he doesn't want to get all scratched up by that lemon tree. Yeah, (laughs) because they have big, sharp thorns. Yeah, they do. And um, so I have made it clear to my neighbors that they are welcome. To as many lemons as they want. And so one man who lived across the street, he would say, his name was Jim, he no longer lives there, but Jim would say, Can I come, can I get a lemon for my tea? And I'm like, Jim, you don't even have to ask. Just come on over. Yeah. And so like every other day when he lived there, or maybe every three days, he would, come, he would just walk. I'd just see him walking across the street, hands in his pocket, whistling a little tune. He'd walk over to the tree, pick one, go back to his house. And I was so grateful sweet. that I was able to share this fruit. That's sweet. And my next-door neighbor is from Kenya. And he loves to have lemons in his water. And so he says, can I, you know, can I have a lemon or two? And I go have 10, you know, do whatever, have as many as you want. And so, uh, again, just like Jim across the street, every couple of days, I'll hear that garage door open, because it's right there between Uh our two houses, Mm -hmm. kind of, or really close to his house. So I'll hear his garage door come up, he walks out, he grabs a lemon, he goes back, I hear the garage door go, and I can hear, you know, and he takes those lemons. Mm -hmm. And um, I And I have plenty for myself, plenty. I have lemon juice in my freezer. I put, I freeze-dried some lemons so that I have them, that I can chop up and mm-hmm. sprinkle on top of cakes and chicken and all that kind of stuff, yeah. you know, and have they lemon ever, peel. They, like lemonade ice cubes. Lemonade and, ice cubes. Or that. lemon ice cubes. Yeah, just with lemon juice. And, A couple years
1: ago, um, and I, I, this, I don't know what this even has to do with. Well, it kind of, I mean, I do. We'll stay. find a way. We'll tie it together. We'll, we'll Go tie ahead. it together. So
0: it's supposed to be. Well, it's supposed to be in the in our basket. So what is it? Share okay. It.
1: So John, my husband, planted some watermelon plants, mm-hmm. and we had watermelon. We had like thirty water, like there were so many watermelon, and they were big. Wow. Huge.
0: Wow. Watermelons and. Did he go buy the seed or did he just spit out I some seeds I, from a watermelon? I, I, and... I can't
1: remember if he planted little plants okay. or if he planted seeds. seeds. Okay, okay. But I'm telling you, he and I were amazed. And the thing is, and this is the part, we don't know what we did.
0: <laughs> we don't know what, we don't know why. Oh, you don't know why it was so abundant? No, no we don't you
1: know. You didn't why. particularly fertilize no, the ground, you n- didn't. Nothing. Because the next year we did the same thing and nothing. And no watermelon. So what. What is the difference? What do we do? Bees. So, maybe it is bees. I mean, like so I'm thinking, you know, you ever have seasons where it seems like things are like maybe going super well or you feel empowered or you feel like you're on fire in your job or in your craft or whatever and but
0: I don't know. I'm not doing anything different. I don't know. I don't know what Well, to do. you have seasons, and you have seasons yeah. where you're working yeah. your ass off. Yeah. And it seems that you are producing nothing. Right. And, in fact, it feels like everything's going backwards, and you're like, where are my watermelon? Yeah. You know, I am working my ass yeah. off. Yeah. Where? But when we had all those watermelon. We weren't working hard. <laughs> well, you know what? And I think that that's, there's some wisdom right there because I think that sometimes we work too hard. We try too hard. We try too hard. Or we try to control things and manipulate things instead of just let things yeah. happen. Or... And maybe it's not our time yeah. or maybe it's not our season, you know? Um. And, you know, I it's it's really easy to like spiritualize all that. But rather than spiritualizing it, how about if just saying, you know what, I'm Gonna, I'm going to be happy that that person has a turn mm-hmm. and that that person is having this incredibly fruitful season yeah. and I'm going to rejoice with them and I'm going to celebrate that. And as they celebrate their, I have some family members who just got back from this amazing vacation. They went to Spain, they went to Italy, you know, and of course there's, you know, there's some family members that are like, when do I get my, turn right. you know and then and then there's some family members that are like oh my gosh this is so beautiful congratulations and friends it's and I'm not trying to throw anybody under the bus I'm just saying that sometimes when we are in a dark season mm-hmm. it can be really hard to celebrate somebody else's fruitful yeah, season it can it can it can be really hard that's human yeah that's yeah. what happens as humans yeah and so rather than you know rather than just thumbing our nose at somebody who's having a fruitful season let's celebrate with them Mm -hmm. um because the time is gonna come your season's coming it it comes it cycles yeah it cycles through yeah so and our season is coming your season is Mm -hmm. coming yeah yeah (laughs) my six-year-old season I I do, you Mm -hmm. know, and it may look different. Mm -hmm. I think it will. You know, it may look different, and our bodies change, and our voices change, Mm -hmm. and everything changes a little bit to the point where... You know, like even now, I'm like, can I memorize scripts anymore? Can well, I, you know, right? Can I do that? Right. You know, music is the same way. Yeah. You know, thank God for technology because, a, you know, a singer, you can have your iPad sitting up there and you can kind of look at that music. Thank if you, you need Jesus, to. for that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Although there are some bands that won't allow that. Right. But right. But
0: for the old people bands, we we all have to. <laughs> right. But you know, but oh. those are, but that just means that. That this, you know, this season yeah. has changed and that doesn't mean that your fruit is is any less valuable. Exactly. It just looks a little, bit different. A little bit different. Yeah.
1: It's a little more bruised. It's a little more you, saggy. What what is that, um what is that company that you can buy um you can buy a box of fruit that yeah has little dents and the carrots are misshapen and things that the grocery stores won't take, but it's per- perfectly good um and I keep you know what? what it, I, I don't I, remember what it's called be, but, but I do. I
0: keep wanting to you That's know? a
1: cool that's a cool thing that they're doing because yeah. they are saving just like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of tons of food um from er, landfills. From landfills and, yeah. and from just going to waste just because it doesn't, like, you know, the carrot has a bend or whatever.
0: And doesn't that say something about us that we, we would prefer? we We all want to go to Whole Foods and pick out the, the absolute perfect apple. Fruits and vegetables. Right. But that same taste mm-hmm. can be purchased at, well, you know. And I'm, we should close with this. Yeah.
1: Buy the fruit that the bugs are in because... That's the fruit that's good, because <laughs> the bugs know. <laughs> the bugs do know. The bugs do know. The bugs know. So if there's a little worm in that apple,
0: just cut that part off. The rest of that apple is going to be really good. <laughs> you know what? That is a great tip. Yeah. So that is a great tip. Yeah. All right. Okay. You know what? Go out there, be fruitful. Mm-hmm. Be fruitful and multiply. No wait. <laughs> no wait. Um. Don't do it. Um. Don't be afraid. Of having a less than productive season because the next season may bring exactly. an abundance that's, of fruit. That's exactly right. And so we love you. Yep. Uh, go on to dancingwithskeletons.net and visit us. Mm-hmm. Um, go to debbyroo.com and visit Debbie. Um, If you're interested in supporting us, send us a message. We would love to tell you how to support us. Yes. Um, Because I think that our job situations are shifting as well. There's another season. Yes, there is. Let's just just keep supporting each other. and And watch the fruit grow. Yeah. Amen. Amen, sister. All right.
1: See you next time. Bye.